Hi, this is Zach Frederick. Today we are going to be finishing up reading Exodus 15, verses 22 through 27. In the first half of Exodus 15, we see Moses and the Israelites singing a song of praise and reflection of what God has done and his characteristics. Soon after their time of worship, they have continued their journey through the desert and are now back on the move. Exodus 15, 22-27 Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea, and they went into the desert of Shur. For three days they traveled in the desert without finding water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink its water, because it was bitter. That is why the place is called Marah. So the people grumbled against Moses, saying, What are we to drink? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became fit to drink. There the Lord issued a ruling and instruction for them and put them to the test. He said, If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Then they came to Elam, where there were twelve springs and seven palm trees, and they camped there near the water. In Exodus 15, we see the Israelites are now continuing, uh, continuing on their journey. They are no longer running from the Egyptians or singing praises to God, but traveling, making their way through the desert. They have been traveling for three days and are running out of water, if it hasn't already. In the desert, they begin to grow weary, tired, and complain. Water, which they lacked uh, and necessary for survival, is all but gone. Now a people who a few days ago were singing praises to God of his great character, provision, and power, begin to doubt God's ability to care for them. I often find it surprising how quickly they grumble against God. Not too long ago, he had parted the Red Sea and delivered them from the Egyptians. But I also can't help but find myself in their shoes, in my own life, becoming impatient with God or wondering if he's paying attention. See, God is always calling his children toward, uh, toward to follow him. Often the emotional mountaintop highs of life are exhilarating and encouraging, such as seeing the Red Sea part or being delivered from the Egyptians, even the act of singing praises. God loves those moments, but he calls us to continue to follow him, to press on. Often in a low moment, like we see the Israelites in, it is easy to forget those emotional highs or the great power he has displayed. God uses those mountaintop highs to give us the encouragement and the strength to push through the valley lows that we will face. The mountaintop experience has quickly faded, and the valley low has crushed all faith that the Israelites had. They complain that the water has, uh, they complain that the water is bitter, and complain to Moses. Rather than trusting that God will provide, we see the doubt and the despair of this obstacle cause them to lose faith in God's provision. But if I were in their situation, if I were honest. I might be a little grumpy too. Running out, of the wa- running out of water in the desert, that's no joke, and I don't think I'd be very happy. So Moses then comes before the Lord and brings the request of the people for water. God reveals a piece of wood to Moses, which he throws into the water, making it good to drink. It seems too coincidental, at least to me, that God would use a wooden stick to solve the Israelites' problem, not to mention that that sounds a little easy. This is the third time God has used a wooden stick to despair, display his power. We see it early uh, in the first plague when Moses uses his staff to turn the Nile River into blood. Then his wooden staff is used again to part the Red Sea. 
It seemed that God it seems that God has used this as a reminder to the children of Israel, saying, I will provide and deliver you again, as I already have. It's a reminder to believe and have faith, to remember that as they continue on the journey, that God has delivered them and us in our lives and will do it again. Then, just as the people challenge God, so God responds with his own test for the people. His challenge is more of a promise. If the Israelites are obedient to God and his law and trust and obey him, then God promises to keep them safe and healthy. The important part we must remember, but often the hardest part, is to keep our end of the bargain. God's always faithful to his promise, but we must uphold our end too, the premise to God's promise. For the Israelites, that meant obeying God's law. In doing so, the God who heals will work on their behalf. After God has provided water for his people, he calls them again to continue on their journey, to step out in faith again, wandering further into the desert. In doing so, they come to a place called Elam, where there are 12 springs and seven palm trees near it, and they rest. They are now resting in a place that was much better than Mara. We see this place has 12 springs, just like the 12 tribes of Israel, nourishing seven palm trees, the number of completion in the Bible. Elam is a great display of growth in the Israelites, but also a great reminder of God's caring for his children. The Israelites are in a place of comfort and God's provision yet again, another mountaintop high experience. Again, God shows proof that he will help us through the difficult valleys that we face in life, no matter what they may be. Whether it's an actual desert or some personal struggle we are facing, God is with us, working on our behalf so that we can make it out of the valley. In those times when we feel defeated, hopeless, angry with God, or even questioning Him, we must look back to see where God has delivered us already, to remind us who God is. He is always working on our behalf, caring for His children. It's our job to continue to say yes to His guidance. So where in your life do you need God to fight on your behalf? And where in our life may, be, may God be challenging us to be obedient and trust him just as he did the Israelites? God wants to help guide us through the journey of life, but there's no promise that it would be easy, only that he would be with us. So will you say yes to God's guidance in your life in the midst of the highs and the lows? He wants to help, but we must be willing to obey. Let's pray. Dear God, we are thankful, as you say in your word, that you are the God who heals. We look back and we can see over and over and over again that you have worked in our life. Help us to remember that you are guiding us through the deserts of our life, those valley lows that seem insurmountable at times. Help us to find hope and faith in those times and let those mountaintop highs encourage us, encourage us through our valley lows. Give us the strength to continue following you and listen to your guidance through our own personal journeys. Amen. Thanks, and have a great day.